Praise the Lord from Pastor Strader at Lighthouse Church. Thanks for connecting with us through our podcast. Our prayer is that it's a blessing to you as we try to reach, equip, and mobilize Jesus' name disciples in Apache Junction, Arizona, and the surrounding region. Enjoy today's podcast and come back often. God bless you. We love you. Somebody shout amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you to go to your places if you would and remain standing. I do feel definitely indeed to go to the word of God. We're going to remain standing in the name of the Lord. What a presence of the Holy Ghost that we feel in this place. Can we say amen? Amen. Amen. I want to interpret what you feel right now. Amen. We have been fighting up against a war. We have been fighting in a war. But we have just pierced through that war's enemy lines in the name of Jesus. And that ease in the spirit that you feel right now, do not interpret it as a lack of God moving. Because in reality, God wants you to know you've just come through the enemy lines and now you're on the other side. Shandoroshataya. And you almost don't know what to do with yourself, but that's the will of the Lord. And that is a moment that God wants you to understand. He has wrought a victory for the church in Apache Junction in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So do not interpret that as that you do not know how to respond to the will of the Lord or the ways of God. That's simply a breakthrough in the spirit. And when you break through enemy lines, you have come through the fight. You've come through the pressurized situation. And now God has busted you out into a large area. Can we say amen? Amen. A plentiful valley in the name of Jesus where now it's time for you to exercise dominion authority. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Amen. So we've come through the enemy lines. Now we're going to dictate not terms of surrender, but terms of having the enemy's head in a charger in the name of Jesus. I don't mean a fast car. Can we say amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. We're going to go quickly to the word of God. I want to say amen indeed. Amen to Pastor Strader. What a blessing it is to be with you in the name of Jesus. Sister Strader, we love you all so very much. We love your family. We believe in what God's doing in Apache Junction. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. We are committed. We have buy-in in the name of Jesus. And I thank God for that in the name of the Lord. And so tonight, amen, I'm, I'm going to reread, amen, one passage of Scripture, sister. And that is Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse number 12 through 16. No, I take that back. I'm going to read Genesis chapter 1, amen, verse 26 through 28. And we're going quickly into the Word of God because... Because tonight is less about learning and more about activating. 
Oh, I feel, I feel the devil's going to have a bad day in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Can you feel that in the name of the Lord? Hallelujah. 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 Now, next Sunday, many of you are going to file into the house of God. You're going to have a look on your face. Amen. Why? Because there is a financial blessing that has already been released by the will of God. How do you know? Because God said it. Amen. That's how I know. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And so God is going to meet your pledge ability. Amen. With his blessing. And I do not believe it is the will of God, nor does God desire. Or let me just say it like this. I believe the pledge that you made is the will of God. But I believe also that because of your willingness to sacrifice, you ain't going to have to eat ramen noodles and bean juice. He gonna make you help that make you make that pledge, Amen. With the glory of God, can we say Amen? Genesis chapter number one, verse number twenty six through twenty eight. God said, "Let us make man in our own image, in our image, sorry, after our likeness, and after, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth." So God created man in his own image in the image of God created he him male and female created he them God blessed them hallelujah and God said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth Somebody say, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Let's jump to Second Chronicles chapter number 7, verse number 12 through 16. And I'm not going to desire to be teaching to you tonight, but I feel in the Holy Ghost that we are going to exercise what God has spoken to us already this morning. For lack of exercising what God has trained us in does us no good nor the kingdom any good. Second Chronicles 7, 12 through 16 says, And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him I have heard thy prayer. God knows where you are, knows when you're there and he puts you there in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. I have chosen this place for my myself for an house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven that there be no rain. Or if I command the locusts to devour the land. Or if I send pestilence among my people. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Humility, prayer, seeking the face of God. What does it mean to seek the face of God? We begin to pray and say, whatever you want, I want Jesus. Seeking the face of God is not asking to see the eyes of Jesus, but to seek the face of God is to say, what are you looking at? What is your will? What do you desire? Help me to see in that manner in the name of Jesus. Can we say amen? amen. 
turn from our wicked ways. That is repentance. We'll talk about that tonight. Then will I hear from heaven. We understood that this morning as to me. An apostolic proclamation from God proclaiming his will from his throne. Amen to his footstool the earth. Oh, we're sons and daughters of the soil. Amen. I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Somebody say that. Would you lift your hands to the Lord? Let's ask him to speak to us in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we love you. We praise you. And we magnify you, Lord Jesus, today. Tonight or this evening, God, you have mandated three demonstrations, not of your spirit, but three activations and demonstrations of our flesh and of our spirit, Jesus. I ask in the name of Jesus that you would speak to us in the name of the Lord. I ask in the name of Jesus that you would help us to understand the perfect will of God. You have baptized us with authority. You have baptized us with dominion. You have baptized us with the power of your spirit. And so tonight, everyone in this room, Lord Jesus, God, I cover them with the umbrella of the anointing of the Holy Ghost that you have given unto the body and unto us. I ask, Lord Jesus, that when we begin to exercise in three dimensions, that you're going to speak to us uh, that it would not be on our own merit that we would exercise these things but it would be on the merit and the power of the Holy Ghost and the church says in Jesus name amen you may be seated for a few moments tonight. I would ask that you would forgive me tonight if I do not backpedal tonight and rehash what the Lord has spoken to us already this morning in a great degree. But the reality of what God spoke to us is, amen, we are sons and daughters of the soil. Hallelujah, let that be your mantra in the name of Jesus that I am a son and a daughter of the soil. Jesus is not impressed with the carnality of the world nor is he shaking in his heavenly boots, amen, at the reality of how the world is living today. But I guarantee you, he is looking for a people who do know their God, who shall be strong and do exploits in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. But this, amen, second part of this morning's message, amen, yes, we entitle it Sons and Daughters of the Soil. But in reality tonight, we are going to take back dominion authority as sons and daughters of the soil of Apache Junction tonight. 
Adam lost it in the garden, the Bible says that the first Adam was of the earth earthy, but the last Adam was of heaven. And the last Adam, whose name is Jesus, came not only to save your soul, but he came to restore apostolic garden of Eden, dominion and authority in the world that we live in today. Somebody say amen. I know that we've developed a lame mentality that says, and yeah, I said lame, a lame mentality that says, we'll under, I know, with, I know the song, we'll understand it better by and by. I, I thank God, wonderful song, beautiful song. But what we have begun to sell out into is that everything that God has willed will be established when he comes. That is not according to the word of God. God. He is he wants to establish here on earth his kingdom, rule, and authority. The kingdom of God is not coming. The kingdom of God is already here. Somebody say amen. I'm going to say that again. If you're looking for the kingdom of God to come, you're going to miss it because it is already here. Jesus went about the land preaching the gospel, not of heaven, the Bible doesn't say, but it says of the kingdom. He said the kingdom is with man. Amen. So the kingdom of God, if it is already here, somebody say amen. amen. And the proof of the reality of the kingdom of God already being here was when God formed Adam of the dust of the ground and breathed into his breath and his nostrils the breath of life and he became a living soul. The proof of the kingdom is on the day of Pentecost nearly 2,000 years ago where Jesus blew back into his creation the breath of life again. I wondered, Pastor Schrader, why does it say they were in the upper room? They were in one place, one accord, and suddenly there was a sound of heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Here's the definition. The same context that is used for God to breathe into Adam the breath of life and him to become a living soul is the exact same context that is used for the word, a sound of a rushing mighty wind win those words somebody say amen Come on, that beautiful Bible. Thank you, Pastor, for that Bible. That beautiful Bible was not written like a comic book hodgepodge, clippings together, thrown together, some old random way. No, you see, God has rebreathed into you and I, not just his spirit, but those things that relate to a living kingdom of God established here on earth. Somebody say amen. So how do we take back dominion authority? Oh, this is so important for us to understand this tonight. Number one, it's through repentance. I need you to run the house right there. 
or say amen the first and foremost way that we take back authority is we begin to repent I know somebody thought have an awesome amazing church service and you take back authority listen we must begin to ask God to purge our land of the iniquities and the sins of our fathers some, I'm going to preach a little while here tonight. The Holy Ghost is going to preach a while tonight. The Bible says, amen, Cain slew Abel. What was the problem? Cain tended, amen, Cain was a tiller of the land. Abel was a raiser of sheep and livestock. We don't see it recorded in the word of God how a sacrifice was to be made in this this context but God chose the sacrifice of Abel somebody say amen. amen so the Bible says and this is a spiritual revelation the Bible says that Cain and Abel were in the field and began to strive one with another it was not I believe Abel striving with Cain but Cain in his spirit realized that what he had offered was not acceptable somebody say amen so the Bible says Cain slew Abel and yet it says that God comes and begins to speak to Cain and what does he say? He says the blood of Abel is crying out from the land. I want you to hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. It says this in Genesis 4.10. And he said, what hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. Remember, we are sons and daughters of the soil. Amen. What does that mean to cry out? It means to yell. It means to wail. It means to moan and groan. What is God saying? He's saying the blood that you shed when you took your brother's life is literally crying out from the soil unto me. Oh, I, I, you can read past that kind of Pollyannish and, and say, well, that's kind of neat and interesting. Uh, but the reality is, is God was speaking that. Uh, and he said, the blood of your brother is crying out to me uh, from the ground. What does that mean? Uh, there is a spiritual understanding that God is trying to give to us. Uh, and that is uh, the iniquities of our fathers. Uh, amen. Begins to cry out from the literal soil of Apache Junction unto God. Are you hearing the word of the Lord? Oh, I thought it was all about repenting of my own sins. But the Holy Ghost began to speak to us in Bangladesh as sons of the soil and daughters of the soil, my wife and I. And God began to place it in my spirit. And he began to say, if you are a son of the soil, then I need a son of this soil to get on his knees and to cry out for the transgressions of past generations. 
generations that God would not hold the land anymore accountable for the sins of the fathers. Somebody say amen. Exodus 20, verse 1 through 6, but in particular, verse number 5 of Exodus 20, the latter part says, For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Are you hearing the word of God? Don't pick, amen, like a bobbing candy apple, what you want, amen, and leave the rest of the word there. God who is righteous, God who is just, says, I will visit the sins of the fathers, those that hate me, those that resist me, basically, and are disobedient to my word and my will. I'll visit their iniquity to their third and fourth generation. Are you hearing the word of God? Amen, amen, amen. But then it says in verse 6, And showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Can we say amen? The Bible says because of the swearing of the fathers in the land, because of their sin, the land is literally mourning because of the iniquities of our forefathers. Come on, somebody say amen. So I thought it was all about just showing up and praying a little bit and God would give us revival. What God is looking for us to do in taking back territory tonight is he is looking for men and women of God that will not pray for themselves alone but will begin to say hold not this land responsible any longer for the iniquities of our fathers. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 32 verse 18 says, Thou showest loving kindness unto thousands and recompensest the iniquity of the fathers into the bosom of their children after them. Hallelujah. It's not just how you live the way you want to live. Amen. No, no, no. You see how I live affects my boy. It affects his boy can we say amen and I purpose in my spirit to break the family chain of iniquity and go to God for the sins of my forefathers I hope you understand that God is not saying that you are literally asking God to forgive those that are dead and gone. But this land, which is indeed spiritual, hallelujah, and physical, needs there to be somebody that will stand in the gap and say, I wasn't a molester. I wasn't a drunkard. I wasn't a drug addict. I wasn't in the occult. But I'm going to lift these things up to God in the name of Jesus and ask for forgiveness for the land. Somebody say amen. 
I'm going to pray a prayer of repentance, repenting of the sins of the land in the name of Jesus. Somebody said, was saying their spirit perhaps, Brother Corbin, what do you mean? You take the weight of all of Bangladesh on your shoulders and go to God in prayer asking God to forgive the nation? Absolutely. You are quick and you are understanding what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. I take all of Bangladesh as a personal, accountable agenda of prayer and repentance in the name of Jesus. I repent of the atrocities that were committed in that soil so that God would know that he can form a people called after his name from the soil of which I am from. Somebody say amen. And so the risk, amen, is for us to pray seemingly, amen, plastic prayers that just remain on the surface. We pray and we say, some say, I don't believe in all that confession stuff. Well, you have the right to be wrong and pray through later. You know I was going to say that anyways. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because God holds us apostolics accountable for what sins were committed in this land. Somebody say amen. Well, I don't believe that. Well, good luck, amen, trying to convince the word of God that Jesus' word is wrong. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So I, and once again, coupled with this morning, I, I'm going to pray against sin. I'm going to pray against unrighteousness. I'm going to pray against gross iniquity. I'm going to bind that in the name of Jesus. But in my doing so, I'm going to hit my knees and say, Lord Jesus, your son of this soil and if you're a female your daughter of this soil is crying out to you asking for grace and forgiveness Jesus from the cross says father forgive them for they know not what they do somebody say amen and so the risk, when we talk about, and I hope you understand, we're not talking about some little two-minute prayer. Amen, that is. This, oh, oh, God, forgive us. And, you know, you're praying like that. Stop praying like that. Can we say amen? Amen. You got to have some personal emotional buy-in to this situation where you fall on your face at the altar and you say, God, it's not just the church I'm praying for right now, but I'm praying for Tomahawk Road. I'm praying for every community in Apache Junction or wherever you choose to reside or God has planted you. You begin to pray up and down those streets. Amen. You, as you drive, you're praying, forgive the sin of this land Lord Jesus forgive the iniquities wash us and cleanse us oh God purify us with your spirit oh, yes. and amen amen how do I know what to repent of 
And it's not that God is asking for us to pray a surface level Pollyannish, amen, type of prayer that says, Here, here's, here's surface level. Oh, Jesus, bless Apache Junction and give us revival. Jesus, we repent of every sin in this land. That's a great beginning. But what God is looking for is those that will be led by the Spirit of the Lord. Because the Bible says those that are led by his spirit are his sons and daughters. And so what do you mean, Brother Corbin? The Holy Ghost is going to speak to us beyond surface level iniquity to dig deeper in the spirit world to find out where did the curse of iniquity begin in Apache Junction. Somebody say amen. I hope you understand we're not talking about 25 years ago. We're not talking about two days ago. We're talking about, amen, from the beginning of this land. Where is the iniquity? What was it? What is it? Uh, hallelujah. And the Spirit of the Lord will begin to speak to you. What do you mean, Brother Corbin? You're not a rapist. You're not a whoremonger. You're not this and you're not that. And I apologize for my blunt speaking but we're living in a world that is dealing with sin while we're dancing around words amen no I haven't done those things but I guarantee you I have repented of the things that I've just named that were committed by our forefathers somebody say amen so there's a first level of praying this First level is immediately visible and perceivable things that we call sin that we can repent of in the name of Jesus. Those are those, what are they? Palm reader shops, all of this, bars and all of this, and all this kind of stuff that's visual. That's first level, praying for repentance. God, we repent for allowing in our land occultic practices to take, somebody say amen. Just giving you a quick example. That's surface level. Amen. But when you begin to pray for the second level, you pray. How do you understand what the second level is? It's revealed through prayer, fasting, and various methods dictated by the Spirit of God. And there would be nothing that would make hell more happier for you to deal than for you to deal with the leaves of the tree instead of the root. Are we in the Holy Ghost tonight? And so if all we do is pray against the occult, and we're going to pray against the occult, somebody say amen. Because I'm going to tell you one of the prevailing spiritual iniquities of this land is the spirit of the occult, which is connected to idolatry. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Those mountains are beautiful. But you've got to understand there were some practices of paganism that were practiced even in this valley at the foot of these mountains. Amen. That have brought a curse of iniquity and have caused us to see a trickle of revival. Amen. God's blessing. God's moving. But when we begin to say, 
I repent of the sins of our fathers in the realm of idolatry and pagan idol worship and the spirit of the occult. That's when God forgives the sin of the land and causes the deluge of the spirit to come instead of a trickle. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Uh, you may be seated just a few moments. Amen on deputation, my wife and I. The last, last deputation was like no other. I cannot explain it except the Holy Ghost. Amen. We'd be driving down the road and the Lord would say to me, there is a coven that is actively practicing in this place. Walk into a Starbucks, amen. Uh, amen into places. I was just in the Phoenix airport. Uh, amen. This was uh, some time back, amen, last time we were in the States, so it wasn't just, amen, but when the last time we were here, preparing, I think, to fly back to Bangladesh, I watched a witch get off of a plane, step onto the concourse, and a little service dog, amen, began, who was as quiet as a church mouse prior to her stepping off the plane, but the moment she stepped foot on the plane, the dog had enough spiritual perception to go nuts and begin to lunge after that woman. Hallelujah. And I sat there, that woman sat there, and she knew what I was seeing. Hallelujah. I knew what she was and began to rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. And she kind of got herself in a position where she didn't have to look me in the face. Somebody say amen. You don't have to look a person in the face to have a devil cast out of you in the name of Jesus. Now, I'm not talking about you. I mean, you know what I mean. Can we say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll never forget that, Pastor. So what you're dealing with in a certain dimension is a spirit of idolatry and paganism. And our Holy Ghost is just wetting our lips to cause us to understand what to pray for. Now, here's what we would typically do. Jesus, I bind that in the name of Jesus. And that works. It binds it in the name of Jesus. But the iniquity that was already committed still remains in the soil. See, you can bind, you can cut a tree down right at the surface and you can say, I don't see no tree anymore. It's gone. But the reality is its roots are still in the ground. And God's going to help us uproot some stuff. I got to go quickly tonight. And so we're going to pray. So our first exercise of taking back apostolic dimension is a prayer of repentance. Now, if you got sin in your life, when we pray at the close or at the altar call, you need to repent for yourself. Can we say amen? Don't try to take territory from hell or that the devil has begun to squat on if you are not living right. You are not qualified to war in the spirit if you're living in sin. Because you're part of the problem at that moment. I'm being blunt, amen. 
So, but we can fix that in a moment by saying, Jesus, forgive me personally. Wash me and cleanse me in the blood of Jesus. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. It's too late. You had the preacher come back Sunday night. There is no tomorrow. Well, there is. Hallelujah. But I won't be here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what do you mean? That's just carnality there, not the spirit. Hallelujah. But what do we do? We begin to say, God, forgive us. Forgive our land. And I'm telling you right now that the reason the church has apostolic dominion and authority and freedom in the spirit world in Bangladesh is because we have spent time on our face before God, not just addressing us, but addressing our land. Asking God to forgive the land. Asking God to forgive every iniquity, the the punishment of iniquity, God. Remove it from our land in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. The second dimension of taking back territory, and there are three, and there may be more, but the Holy Ghost just gave me three, and that is this, spiritual warfare. Somebody say amen. Genesis chapter 3, verse number 14 through 15. Genesis chapter 3, verse number 14 through 15. The Bible says, Adam and Eve had committed sin that transgressed. They were disobedient against God and against his will. And the Bible says in Genesis 3, 14, And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. And upon thy belly, thy belly shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat. All the days of their life. The Bible doesn't say that God gave the devil dominion over the land. Somebody say amen. But it says, I will put enmity between thee and the woman. You're going to be at odds with one another. There's going to be a fight that's going to take place. And between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. This is talking about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. But you've got to understand, according to Isaiah 14, Amen. Verses 12 through 17. God says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? Lucifer, I want you to get this because you need to catch this. This is going to blow our spiritual minds. I mean it, it blows my mind. Amen. And I'm and and and, and the Lord is speaking this to us. But the word Lucifer means, Amen, it comes from the word halal. Now, if you've been to an Islamic country, you're going to recognize the next word that it comes from, halal. Halal is a word that is used by Muslim nations, and there is no nation that is ultimately Muslim because it all belongs to the Lord. I love saying that. Don't give hell the upper hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the word halal or halal in the, to the Muslim means pure. Yeah. 
means unadulterated. But the real meaning of the word halal means it doesn't mean just a halal God where we get the word hallelujah from. So do not be deceived in that area. But it means to be clear, means to shine, to make a show. Listen to what it means. To boast and be clamorously foolish. So I am never more like the devil than when I am a bragger and a boaster. Hello? Hello? Can we say amen? I brag about this, twiddle dee and twiddle dumb. Hallelujah. I'm this. I got that. I blah, 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 blah. Don't you need to know who I am? The, the, what the Bible's teaching us is that when our tongue is wagging, when we are bragging, we are never more close to being the sons of daughters and daughters of Lucifer than ever before. Come on, somebody. Well, I'm just going to testify about, testify about Jesus. And all we're doing is yabba-dabba-doo, talking about who, 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 us, 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 personal pronouns, all the me, my, 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 oh, our, blah, 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 blah. You know what? That's not the language of heaven. That's the language of the kingdom of darkness. We should not be boasters and braggadocious. We should say, I'm saved by grace. I've been filled with the Holy Ghost even while I was unworthy he walks me I am thankful to be a part of the kingdom hallelujah somebody say amen how art thou fallen from heaven O Lucifer son of the morning thou art how art thou cut down to the ground which did weaken the nations for thou hast said in thine heart I will ascend into heaven there's one I will I will exalt my throne above the stars of God there's the second I will I will sit also upon the mountain of the congregation in the sides of the north. That's the next one. What does that mean? In the kingdom of heaven, there was literal place where God considered it the courts of God. Hello? Can we say amen? How, how do we know this? Enter into his courts with praise and thanksgiving. Somebody say amen. The Bible says in the instance of Job, and I want you to hear the word of God. The Bible says in the instance of Job that the sons of God, which means angelic hosts, were presenting themselves before God in a council, you can say, per se. And in that council and in that presentation, there is Lucifer. Somebody say amen. Come on, we're Bible. We're in the Bible right here. Amen, amen. Why? How can Lucifer that is kicked out of heaven be in the counsel of God? Because God did not change his innate divine plan even though he kicked the devil out of heaven. That's a Bible study all by itself. Amen, amen, amen. And that's where God says, have you considered my servant Job? You know the rest of the story. Can we say amen? And so, amen, he says, I'll exalt my, I'll sit in the, I'll sit uh, in the congregation, in the sides of the Lord. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the most high. I call these the five rebellious I wills of the devil that got him kicked out of heaven.
And if God will kick a devil who was named Lucifer, who was given charge, we believe, over worship out of heaven for five braggadocious I wills, where are you at? One, two, three, four, five. Where am I at? That's brash, isn't it? Now, God's gracious to me. If he'll kick a created heavenly being out of heaven over five eye wheels, what will he do for you and I? So let me just say, I won't. Can we say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So what are you saying? I'm going quickly. Amen. What do we must understand? Amen. He was kicked out of heaven because of his rebellious spirit. And a third of the angels went with him. Here's the crux of the matter. Amen. They were not kicked out with authority here on earth. Because you... And I were created to have authority and dominion here on earth. And God is not a two-timing God, double-minded. He would not give the devil authority that he had destined to give to you and me. What does that mean? I'm going to kick the devil's teeth down his throat every place I find him in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. I'm going to remind him of the word of God because of your four or five I wills, you were kicked out of heaven. I'm going there because of his I will and I do. His nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done is getting me to a place where you were kicked out of. And so I want you to know, devil, I'm exercising my spiritual dominion of the kingdom of God, and I'm now proclaiming to you this city belongs to Jesus. Somebody say amen. We can talk about spiritual warfare, the weapons of our warfare and all that, but we don't have time in this moment. That's another two-day seminar. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. And I love it. Amen. But so what God wants us to understand, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality, spiritual wickedness in high places, all of this. Amen. I ask a prophet of the Lord, what is spiritual wickedness in high places? He said, it's when leaders in the church begin to walk in unrighteousness. Whoa, that blew my mind. So we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirits, spiritual wickedness, spiritual wickedness in high places. Hallelujah. Principalities and all of this. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. But how we war in the spirit is we gird ourselves with the armor of God and we begin to say in the name of Jesus, it's not the will of God for my city to go to hell. How many do you believe that God will save in Bangladesh? I know a million, but I'm believing God for 166 million. Why would you stop short of your city limits number? 
Hallelujah. Well, God, if we have a church of just 200, we'll be good. The devil is a liar. War in the spirit and begin to claim 17,000, 50,000, whatever amount is here. Amen. Begin to claim them in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. I'm going quickly because I believe what God wants to do is have a center more on action than words. The third dimension that must be exercised here tonight, we're going to, yes, we're going to repent for the land. Can I tell you the ideal candidate to repent for the sins of the forefathers of Apache Junction is the man and woman of God that he has called here. Somebody say amen. I'm sorry, brother. It's not one of those deals where we say, who would be willing to repent for the, for the city? No, it's you and me. It's us, sister. We're the ones that God, you are the angel of the city of Apache Junction that God speaks about, about the seven churches in Revelation. That word angel is not an angelic host with wings. It literally is the messenger that has been sent by God. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to repent of the iniquities of our fathers here on this land. Do not disconnect yourself from the soil. Don't get up in that heavenly realm where your feet aren't touching the ground. That's not the will of God. Your feet need to be planted solid on the ground. If you got to roll in the dust out there, roll in the dust, baby. But make sure you got soil on you and that you are connected to the soil when you pray repentance for the sins of the land. Somebody say amen. amen. Meaning, don't elevate yourself or let yourself get blessed to the point where you stop praying for the sins of our fathers. So number one, we're going to repent. Number two, we're going to war in the spirit. Now, I warn you right now in the name of Jesus that when we pray, you're going to want to give yourself a few feet so the altar may not be enough. Because this is not spiritual warfare. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's not spiritual warfare at this moment that God is asking for. Because travail, is a, that's necessary. That may be manifest in repentance. But when you war, you never bow your head when you enter into spiritual warfare. Come on, we got some military people here. You know right now, sir, I, I don't see you. I don't know where you are. Amen. I, I you may be in here. You may have run out to the bathroom, whatever. But we have military men here in the house of the Lord or those that have served. One thing you do not do is come to your enemy with your head down because that is a sign of already I'm submitted to you. So we're going to square our shoulders back. Somebody say amen. amen. And we are going to get our finger out. And we are going to begin to bind the devil in Jesus' name. How do I know what to pray against? Everything that you repented of, begin to bind that in Jesus' name.
Everything that God brought to your mind in the spirit, if it's the occult, then what you do is you repent of the sins of the fathers and the dimension of the occult, and then you begin to say when you are spirit of occultism, I come against you in the name of Jesus, and I proclaim to you that you are bound in the name of the Lord and cast out of here. You no longer have ownership of this land. I pull you up out of the soil by your roots in the name of Jesus. You no longer have a right to this land. And then say, I loose the spirit of God in your place. The third thing that we are going to do, I call it revival proclamation. I'm, yeah, I hope you understand I'm enjoying preaching tonight. And I don't say that in the flesh. I don't mean that like that I will business. Amen. Because what I enjoy is revelation is being brought even to my spirit what I need to be doing. And so revival proclamation. Here's what we do. We typically repent and we bind the devil and we fail to release the spirit of God. So all we have is we have muted soil that cannot speak and cannot hear. It cannot produce because it is still waiting for us to instruct it. What do you mean? I mean exactly what I just said in the Holy Ghost. So when we repent, God forgives. When we bind in spiritual warfare, God binds that. But the soil is still waiting for an apostolic proclamation of what it is to produce. So here, a lot of people, they, they pray repentance, they bind the devil, and then go to the church house expecting souls to flow in when they have missed the third dimension of what God wants us to do and that is to speak to the land and begin to say I command you land in the name of Jesus to align yourself with the word the will and the way of God you shall produce souls and those souls shall be filled with the Holy Ghost and baptize in Jesus' name. Let me give you a quick example. And I'm not going to preach much longer. I think. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was in a hotel room in Kulna, Bangladesh. We had a crusade that was about to take place. I'm going to give you two testimonies of practically how you do it. Amen. It looked like horrible rainstorms were coming in and to wipe out the crusade. And the Lord said, get up and stand in the large window of your hotel room and prophesy to the north, the south, the east, and the west that those clouds cannot come and wash out this crusade. The Lord said, my crusade. Not mine, his. Can we say amen? amen? 
So there I am, six foot one and a half and 200 and none of your business pounds in the window. Amen. And I don't give a care in the world about what the world thinks. And I'm standing there speaking in tongues, but I'm also speaking in English and in Bangla. I'm speaking to clouds, north, south, east, and west. I command you to hear the word of God. You cannot come and you cannot wash this crusade out. The rain clouds came and they surrounded the crusade ground. It rained throughout the city, flooding up to the knees, but it could not rain on that crusade ground. God threw a double rainbow up in the sky, and the cover picture of the book, Radically Apostolic, is the proof of that double rainbow over that crusade ground. Somebody say amen. In that crusade, over 5,000 receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The last crusade that we had, the Brother Charles Robinette led, it was 2022. Last year, amen, October, november I think it was October, the Lord spoke into my spirit. It is my will for 11,000 people to be filled with the Holy Ghost on that ground. Have I ever seen 11,000 receive the Holy Ghost in one place? Never. At that time, never. Not yet. But on the first night, and I begin to proclaim it. So, see, sometimes God can't reveal what he wants to do to you or through you because he knows that you're intimidated to voice what he's speaking. So if you miss the mark, it's okay. We're not going to send you to hell. This is on, right? Amen. God works through a veil of the flesh. Hello? Would you cut somebody slack once in a while? If they hear the voice of God, but don't get it just right according to you. But God still does a work, amen. I don't believe in that. That's a bunch of false prophecy stuff. You're throwing everything that God wants to do out because somebody just made a small mistake. Amen. Hallelujah. And so the Lord spoke to me and, uh, and he said, I'm going to feel 11,000 with the Holy Ghost on that ground. And he said those words. It's my will that 11,000 receive the Holy Ghost on that ground. Yes, sir. That's my response. I don't need God. I don't need God. I, ne- I do not need the Lord to check in with me and give me details. All I need for him to do is say what I need to be doing and how we need to prepare the church for his harvest. And if he said 11,000, it's 11,000. So the first night, I think uh, 3,000 or no, the first night, I think it was 500 received the Holy Ghost. And we rejoice in the 500 that received the Holy Ghost. The second night, there's a greater move of faith than the Holy Ghost in that place. Over 3,000 received the Holy Ghost, I think. Second night. And everybody got on the bus. And they all were celebrating. They had just saw the day of Pentecost. 
And I thank God for that. Let's not take it for granted. Amen. Come on. It's all right. It's all right to say, thank you, Jesus. I saw the day of Pentecost today. It's all right. And uh, so we get on the bus, 3,000 or so receive the Holy Ghost, and we're all lifting our hands and thanking God for a mighty move of the Holy Ghost. And sitting on the left side of the bus was a guy by the name of James Corbin. And as I was worshiping, and my hands were going down, my meek little sweet little voice, or gravelly loud voice, I begin to say, but it is the will of God that 11,000 receive the Holy Ghost on that ground. So we are not settling until we see 11,000. I'm pretty sure somebody thought, man, if I could slap you, boy, 3,000 just got the Holy Ghost. My goodness, you ingrate, they might have been thinking. No, I was grateful. I was thankful. But I did not want to let loose of a revival proclamation that God prophetically spoke into my spirit. So I'd never seen that number, brother, that last night that received the Holy Ghost, ever received the Holy Ghost. But I said, God, that ain't none of my business. All I got to know is that I'm going to be praising you and giving you glory. Now, I want to set the scene just for a moment, because we can preach about theological stuff, but what we need is also some practical stuff. And so, as we pulled into the grounds, it's the last night, you could feel faith pulsating. You could feel it. You've been there. You could feel it. It was like the ground. Literally, it was like the ground was oozing faith. And I remember seeing, I was standing on the stage, and a flock of beautiful tropical birds began to fly by in the sky. And as I'm standing there, no one could hear me, perhaps, but I lifted my hand to the sky, to the Lord, and I said, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. What you have established, basically in heaven, let it be established. Established here. The preacher got up and preached. God began to move. And in that last service, up over 7,000 plus received the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues for the first time in their lives. I think it was 11,500 that received the whole, at least 11,000 received the Holy Ghost on the ground that God said, 10,000, it is my will that 10,000 receive the Holy Ghost on that ground. And he filled 11,000. What are you saying, Brother Corbin? I believe that there is power in your tongue. And I'm closing.
Bible says there's power of life and death in your tongue, in my tongue. And so I believe in that moment, not just that moment where I was standing proclaiming the will of God, but it was in those other moments of faith and prayer and proclamation. In the bus the second night where God was saying, I hear a voice proclaiming my will. Can we stand in the name of the Lord? I hear a voice proclaiming my will. So here's what we're going to do in the Holy Ghost. I want you to ask the Lord to allow your spirit to think according to the will of heaven. And I'm going to give you this little tidbit of information so you know this. I'm a stat guy. I love math. That may be freakish, but I do. It is estimated that oneness Pentecostalism is growing, growing, growing globally at the rate of 10 to 15% annually. It is estimated that there are 17 to 24 million around the globe that have been baptized in the name of Jesus and filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues. But if you take that 15% growth rate every year, and you begin with 24 million. In five years, 24 million will grow to 48,272,572 people globally that are baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Now that has God factor in it but not in time factor in it. Oh, I, I don't even dare try to claim a number that what God can do with his church in these end times that we're living in. But I've just come to tell you, a 200-soul revival is not enough in Apache Junction. A 500-soul revival that God has promised is not enough in Apache Junction. But we need to look on down the years and say, okay, God, if you could double that. Lord Jesus, it was prophesied a 500-soul revival, so Lord, we're claiming a 1,000 in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. So what are we going to do? We're going to proclaim the will of the Lord. Here's the will of the Lord. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So whatever your city limit number is, that's the number that you are to pray, boldly proclaiming. God, if it's, if it's 52,372, 52,372 people is what we proclaim in the name of Jesus. That shall be baptized in the name of Jesus and filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't believe all that stuff. That's, you know, what if, you know, God's not going to save everybody. I wonder what would happen if we'd get out of that stymied, stunted faith situation or lack thereof and just be bold. So I want you to remember what we're going to do. 
Here's what's going to happen tonight. God has already released healing. But what he is going to do tonight, and when we begin to pray, what we're going to do, let me remind you, we're going to pray that God would forgive the land. Do not pray for yourself. I know I'm, I'm saying that again. See, I have to say that because we are Pentecostals and we're, we're drunken on self-absorption. You know why we're seeing revival in Bangladesh? Because they're conditioned to understand. It ain't about you just soaking everything up. It's about you getting what God has for you and you beginning to look onto the field that is white and ready for harvest. And you praying that God would not only send labors, but you would be the one he would send. So we don't pray just a bunch of prayers about self-absorption, you know. Oh, God bless me. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. There's a place for that, but this is not the place tonight. So let me warn you, we are not going to pray for self. The only time we're going to pray for self is if there's sin in our lives. We're going to pray in the beginning that God would cleanse us forgive us and then we're going to transition to repentance for the land and in that moment the holy ghost is going to anoint you and god is going to begin to pray through you and god is going to reveal what are the iniquities of the land in the name of jesus don't just stay on surface ask the holy ghost to take you deep so we're going to pray that god would forgive the land forgive us of the sins of our fathers then we are going to war in the spirit. So we've asked for grace. We've asked for forgiveness. And it doesn't take five hours, folks. We're going to ask for grace. We're going to ask for forgiveness. We're going to ask that instead of the curse, that God would place a blessing over our land. Can we say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Bless the city of Apache Junction. Bless it. Make it fruitful. And then we're going to transition to warfare. And you, when you pray, I'm loud enough that you'll be able to hear instructions. When I say, now shift to warfare. That is your moment to take everything that we repented of and begin to take it to the devil. And begin to say, in the name of Jesus, we come against you in Jesus' name. And in these areas that we have asked for repentance and asked for forgiveness we are commanding you in the name of Jesus we bind you in the name of Jesus you see that little gravelly kind of growl right there we bind you in the name of Jesus we take your power from you we strip you of all authority we strip you of your rights to the land listen don't say that hell doesn't or the devil doesn't have a right to the land if our forefathers gave it to him but we can take it back in the name of Jesus. We're going to do it tonight. And then third thing we're going to do is we're going to begin to prophetically proclaim the will of the Lord. Some say, well, I don't have the gift of prophecy. You don't need it. You can just prophesy uh, through the Holy Ghost, amen, by saying this. I believe it's your will for my entire city to be saved. That's a prophetic word. Can we say amen? amen. 
Are you ready tonight in the name of Jesus? Are you ready? Amen. If we got some warriors in the house of the Lord, I want you to come to this altar, stand in the house, give yourself room in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Do not kneel. Do not slump. Do not bow your head. Do not do anything of that nature. This is not the time for a posture of submission. I want you to come right now. Come on, come on, come on, come. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I know we're moving chairs. Thank you, brethren, for being sensitive to the Holy Ghost to that need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Strader, Sister Strader, you are the key people to lead us in this. In Jesus' name. Come on, everybody. There's room in the altar. If not, you can stand in the aisle, stand in the back, whatever you got to do. But do not be a spectator. Because if you're a spectator and you aren't being obedient to the Holy Ghost, you're about to get your spiritual corn shucked hallelujah come on hallelujah so what are we going to do and once again I know I've beat this drum loudly we're going to repent there needs to be personal repentance to take place in this place we're going to repent personally and then we're going to repent for the land God forgive our land and ask the Holy Ghost to reveal to you what to repent for I didn't do it. So what? You're reaping the repercussions of a curse because of the sins of your fathers. So it doesn't matter if you did it or not. When you repent of it, when you repent for the land, you are releasing the glory and the grace of God in the land. Are you ready for that? We're going to repent, and then we're going to begin to proclaim. In the moment that you begin, matter of fact, in the moment that you begin to roar in the spirit, taking dominion over the kingdom of darkness, the power and the glory of God is going to come into this place. He will take over your mouth and he will begin to pray through you in the name of Jesus. But don't stay there because in the moment that you begin to speak in other tongues, keep doing that. Let the Holy Ghost speak through you in tongues. But then when that begins to cease, that is your indication that it is now your time with your mouth and with your language to begin to make revival proclamations. What are they like? I claim healing in the name of Jesus all over the city. I claim manifest miracles all over the city in the name of Jesus. I proclaim the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in this city. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's pray. I thank you. The children are with me. Amen. Let's begin to repent as a body. Jesus, we ask in the name of the Lord that you would forgive us. Jesus, I stand before you as James Nathaniel Corbin. I stand before you, God. You know me better than anybody else knows me. You know the intent of my heart. You know the thoughts of my mind. And Jesus, I come before you and I ask you that you 
you would forgive me of every sin that I have ever committed. Forgive me of those things that are known and those things that are unknown unto me. Jesus, I ask for personal grace from you to be exuded from your throne to me tonight. I ask that you would, come on, pray that God would forgive you. Jesus, in the name of Jesus, forgive us. Forgive me, Lord God. Wash my mind. Wash my spirit. Wash my mouth, my hands, my feet, my body, my soul, my spirit in your blood. Now I ask the Lord in the name of, come on, begin to repent for the land. Come on, begin to repent of the sins of our fathers. Come on, sons and daughters of the soil. Begin to let the Holy Ghost speak to you what to repent of in the name of Jesus. Come on right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we come to you. God, we realize that the forefathers were steeply entrenched in idolatry and in fornication and the spirit of paganism. Jesus, we repent. Come on, come on right now. Come on. Push your flesh. Your flesh doesn't want to do this, but it's a working of the Spirit. Jesus, we ask that you would forgive. Forgive our land. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, sons and daughters. Come on. Jesus, forgive us. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive our land. Jesus, we cry out to you from Apache Junction. We are sons and daughters of the soil of Apache Junction tonight. We ask that you would forgive our land. Forgive us of idolatry. Forgive us of adultery. Forgive us of fornication. Forgive us of lasciviousness. Come on, begin to cry out unto God right now. Hallelujah. Come on, push your flesh. Push your flesh. That's a carnal spirit that wants to shut you down from praying. Push your flesh in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, forgive us, Lord. Jesus, hallelujah. You've been looking for sons and daughters of the soil of Apache Junction. Well, Lord, we're here tonight, and we're asking for grace. We're asking for forgiveness. Come on, brothers and sisters. Come on, brothers and sisters. You're good at personal repentance, but repent for the land right now. Come on, don't stop right now. 
Use your words. Use your words right now. Use your mouth. You cannot pray this from your mind. You've got to utter it from your mouth. Jesus, forgive our land of all iniquity. Forgive our land of unrighteousness. Forgive our land of disbelief. Forgive our land of pagan practices. Forgive us. Forgive us, Lord Jesus. Forgive us of the innocent blood that was shed from the womb in the name of abortion, Lord. Forgive us, Lord Jesus. Forgive us, O God. Come on, don't stop. Push your flesh. Push your flesh right now. Your flesh wants to stop. Your flesh wants to look around just like any old prayer time. No, 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 no. Close your eyes and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Jesus, forgive us. I come against the curse of sin, the judgment of iniquity. We are asking, Lord, for forgiveness. Forgive our land, Lord. Forgive our land, Lord. This is uncomfortable, I know. I know, I know. Because you're entering into a realm of the Spirit. He's not looking for another church. He's looking for a spiritual church. And this is uncomfortable for you right now. But the Holy Ghost is pushing you. Baptize us with the Spirit of repentance he andara hatara shataya irondo rosha andaro koto rosha yandoro atararara kataya I speak against everything that has been committed on this land uh, through spiritual occultic practices, Lord. Uh, I ask that you would forgive us of those things. Uh, come on, folks. It's not time to quit. Amen. It's not time to quit. Hallelujah. Don't quit right now. I know your flesh is telling you to pray like other times, but your spirit is not. Hallelujah. Forgive us, oh God. Forgive this land. I cannot release us from this. It's not the will of God that we move on right now. Jesus, we repent of the sins of 1963. Jesus, we repent, Lord, of what took place here in this land, Lord. We ask you right now to hold not this sin against the land of Apache Junction. In the name of Jesus, we're asking for you to withdraw your hand of judgment and extend your hand of grace. (laughs) 
Now I want us to transition to warfare right now. I want us to transition to warfare right now by the authority of the word of God and the power of the name of Jesus. We come against the spirit of the occult. We come against paganism. We come against everything that has been committed in this land. I speak to the principality over this area. I speak to you in the name of Jesus. I see you and I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. I take your authority. I take your power from you that was given by our fathers. I take it away from you. By the authority of the word of God and the power of the name of Jesus. I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind you in the name. Come on, war in the Holy Ghost. Come on, war in the Holy Ghost. War in the Holy Ghost. You got a lost loved one? War for them right now. Speak the word of God. I command demonic spirits that have been dispatched to investigate what God is doing in Apache Junction. I command you to be blind in the name of Jesus. I command you to be deaf and dumb in the name of Jesus. Don't pray surface stuff. Don't war surface level. Go right to the root in the name of Jesus. Come on, let the Holy Ghost war through you. I come against every root of the, of the kingdom of darkness. I come against drug addiction. I come against alcohol addiction. In the name of Jesus Christ, I come against the spiritual demonic agenda of the world in this city. I bind you in the name of Jesus. I come against the spirit of perversion in this city. I bind you in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord. 
now begin to release the Spirit of God. Begin to proclaim the will of God. Come on right now. Transition from warfare to proclamation. Transition from warfare to proclamation. Come on, begin to proclaim. Begin to proclaim revival. Come on. This is in your time to soak up a blessing. It's time to prophetically proclaim the will of God. Jesus, there shall be a 500-soul revival. That will be the beginning of what you are doing in this city. Jesus, I loose the spirit of God. I bind the spirit of fear, but I loose the spirit of a sound mind in the name of the Lord Jesus. I loose sobriety. I loose a hunger and a thirst for the things of God. I bind perversion and I loose the spirit of righteousness. Come on, proclaim it, proclaim it. Proclaim whatever the Holy Ghost brings to your mind. As bodacious and as impossible as it sounds, what you are seeing right now in the Holy Ghost, say it. Jesus, the land deed is in your hand. Jesus, it is not in the hand of the devil. It is already in your hand. The land that you have promised, the building that you have promised the church is already in your hand, Lord Jesus. I proclaim that being given to the church in the name of Jesus. Brother Strader, I need you up here. I cannot do this. I am not the angel that God has sent over Apache Junction. But I want you in the name of Jesus as who God has sent. I want you to begin to proclaim the will of God. Come on, church. Keep praying right now. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we claim revival over 42,000 souls of the city of Apache Junction. We claim revival over the six cities in this surrounding region. In the name of the Lord, we proclaim and we lose liberty and the spirit of God over this region. In the name of Jesus. We loose the spirit of God to minister in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in this city, in the cities in which we live. In the name of the Lord, 
We release healing of cancer. We release healing of diabetes. We release miracle healing power of high blood pressure, of back pain in the name of Jesus. Oh, we proclaim that every child in this city will be saved, baptized in Jesus' name, and filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, we loose the Spirit of God over the surrounding city and into the homes. We curse and we bind the spirit of drugs and alcohol that binds our city. And we loose liberty, victory in the name over every addiction, every stronghold, every chain. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He can't tell you about Oh, in the name of the Lord, we release real estate in the name of Jesus in the city of Apache Junction near a highway in the name of the Lord. But not only that, we release real estate in the surrounding region of this church. Oh, Oh, our reach will be expanded in the name of Jesus. Our walls will be expanded. We proclaim that every time we have service, that there's someone being baptized. There's people being filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Jesus, come on, church, begin, continue to proclaim. Thanks for your church, for your, your church, for your city, for your home. Oh.